0: On today's episode of Locked On Spartans, I ask Matt a pressing question, and then we play. I don't even know if it's play. We go through the concern o meter. We we pull it out of storage, turn it on, flip the switch, dust it off, and we run some queries through the concern o meter. Let's go.
1: You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team. Every day.
0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Spartans. Back. It is Wednesday, November 11th. Happy Veterans Day. The year is 2020. I am your host, Will Hunter, joined by my just dying. <laughs> Just, just dying. No, <laughs> just no, no.
1: See, I'm not
0: done. I'm not done. I just, I feel every, so bad. Every day is another step closer.
1: Just well, <laughs>
0: dying for seven straight hours of sleep. Co-host Matt, she had.
1: Uh, yeah, oh my god. Yeah, Do you know, I think. Yeah, I was in a group chat with you last night. Yeah, I would pay seven hundred and ninety nine dollars right now for seven uninterrupted hours. Of shut-eye, yes. Um, Nah, it's getting better. We're getting more into a rhythm here. Uh, You'll get there. It's still a little delirious. It bleeds into the podcast a little bit, but hey, it it makes it fun. That's life, baby. You'll get there. You'll get there. I I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's nice for you having... Your podcast co-host and me be like two months ahead of you in everything. It honest,
1: like, honestly, you joked that it is. <laughs> it is great though. It is a nice buffer. My my brother also has a daughter yeah, that's yeah, three yeah, that's months true. old. So like I've got I'm, I'm surrounded by by buffers of just wisdom and Damn. hope and rays of sunlight. Will and, it's proof. and you're just one of those bright rays of my sun. Will yeah. I wouldn't call it wisdom <laughs> or hope or sunlight. I would just
0: okay. it's proof. It's just heads up. <laughs> it's just proof. It, here's what happens. Okay.
1: All right. <laughs> On <so. laughs> today's
0: show, uh, I'm going to ask Matt a pressing question right off the mm. jump. Segment one. It's very important. And then we are going to dust off the concernometer. Matt's going to throw some topics out there, and we'll go through how concerned we are as it relates to Michigan State football. That's plan for today's show. Remember to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcasts. We do this every single day, five days a week. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network and spartanswill.substack.com. I wrote about what this Michigan State football team is at this point. How do we evaluate them? What are they good at? What are they bad at? What do we expect moving forward and just what they are? Expectations, all that good stuff wrapped into one. So go check that out, spartanswill.substack.com. Matt, are you ready?
1: Uh, yeah, I guess. Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Are you just? This is the most pressing question. I think it's gonna really stump you. I've been, <laughs> I've been ruminating on it.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's a big word. Wow. Okay. Whew.
0: Are you, are you ready for it? I hope so. Okay. What if Michigan State wins this weekend?
1: you know what we say that and we joke about it coming off of a 49 to 7 uh defeat at the hands of a 0-2 Iowa team but you know what Will I gotta say like you would think I'd go into this game against a top 10 Iowa team just a little concerned and really just thinking that all right well this is gonna be a game that's over within eight minutes just like it was last week but no Will, Will 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 you hear this it's me it's me Will it's me I'm a clown I'm a punk because I think that MSU can do it. And um, I think a lot of it, the re- the reason is that it's 2020. Not a lot of things make sense. Do you know what really wouldn't make sense is Indiana beating Penn State week one. Uh, who cares who they beat week two? I don't remember. And then beating Michigan in week three. Rutgers just week to get beat No, oh, great. Even better. Just to get beat by your Michigan State Spartans in week four. They've never been hotter as a program ever. Cause like, okay, late 80s fine, but whatever. In our lifetime, they've never been a hotter program mm-hmm. on the streets. It would just make sense in the year of our Lord 2020 to be unseated by a team coming off a 42 point defeat to a middling at best Iowa team. So, what if they win? Like I, I kind of think just, they can you do. You just
0: spoke for let me check the time here. Yep. Two minutes, two full minutes of you Gavin, and you didn't even answer the
1: question. You played a clown horn and talked yeah. about Indiana in the 1980s. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's that lack of sleep on uh, I me mean, again. I could use that as an excuse for a few more weeks here. Um, what would happen? I, I mean, it's kind of like wrapped up in the two minute spiel I just went through. Like, it would just define how crazy of a year this is. Like, I, I don't know how many concrete takeaways I would actually have. I think we've kind of been a, just a tad burned with having takeaways after a Michigan game, perhaps, only to have it turn around and everything that you thought was good with this team turns out uh, d- didn't really hold up well in the following week down at Kinnick Stadium. So mm. if if they win, I don't know if I'm going to be all rah rah. Oh yeah, this is a good team. All of a sudden, we can get to six wins. Like I I would just probably had the similar reaction that i did instantly after the michigan game where i just laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed, and laughed. but i don't think the dust would settle and be like okay here's some concrete takeaways from that game because I, th- that would be insane right uh, sure indiana they're having a, a generational season they've had some wins against teams that might be a little overrated so their 10 ranking might be a little overrated too don't get me wrong they're still good but uh, yeah, I, I think I would just laugh, enjoy but probably not take a ton of things away. Well, am I out of line here? Am I, is that almost like a Debbie Downer answer, kind of in a way that I wouldn't take any good things away here if they were to win? You know what it sounds like to me, Matt. Talk to me. Well, sounds like growth. Wow! Finally, to do this podcast for, with you for a little over a year now and it's fi- This is fi- I'm finally turning the corner here, huh? F-
0: finally, some some growth. No, I think that's. I don't know. It's just sort of it's it's more evidence to put on the pile of team chaos.
1: Yeah, absolutely, right, and it would help with recruiting. I gotta say, oh, yeah. if, if anything, oh, yeah. if it's gonna help with anything, it's gonna fan the flames of recruiting a little bit. So look, it's a top ten win. <laughs> top know. ten wins a top ten win. Hey, <laughs> top it's ten. Hey, cool. Michigan's a top fifteen win. Yeah? <laughs> they're certainly not gonna be anywhere near that the rest of the season. But hey, top fifteen win. That's a- Excuse me, at the time of of the, the win, yeah it was.
0: Um Matt, I Yeah I think it's okay to just sort of embrace the roller coastery nature of what's gonna yeah. happen this season. Sure. And if they win I think we just stay on the roller coaster, and sometimes roller coasters go up, sometimes they go down, sometimes they Mm -hmm. do corkscrews. That is the nature locked on roller coasters. All right, Uh, locked on (laughs) roller. That is the nature locked on theme parks of a roller coaster, and (laughs) we as Michigan State. And you know, it's uh, as a quick aside. It's nice that the fan base has high standards for the program. Not enough it's, places to do right. that. And when we say stuff like, we got to relax, can't expect too much to, re-. like, we know we have high expectations for this program. And that's overall a good thing. But this year, mm-hmm. instead of when the roller coaster starts climbing back up and you beat Michigan, maybe just don't think you're on a rocket ship. Just remind yourself you're still on a roller coaster. Like you didn't get out the yeah. roller coaster and jump into a rocket ship you're still you're you're on the roller coaster and she 's about to go down, very likely it's, about to go down, yeah, but I think mm-hmm. a two and two start, and I tweeted this a two and two start with two just brutal embarrassing losses and then a road win over your rival who was ranked thirteen at the time and then a home win against a top ten team. would you have signed up for that <laughs> like?
1: Uh, Five eight, weeks ago. in, a, in a absolute, in, in, in less than a second. <laughs> and it's
0: the most chaotic way they could have ever gotten there. Like, just <laughs> lose to Rutgers. Beat Michigan. Mm-hmm. Lose yeah. to Indiana. Or get Iowa horribly. By Iowa. Just get, just get by them. Come back, beat a top 10 Indiana team. And it's within the realm of possibility. It's like a seven-point spread. I, yeah, it's not changing much for me. It's yeah, just, like, it's, further cementing, like, yes, this is the year of the chaos and we
1: all need to embrace it. It's, it's such a psychological look in, into the Michigan State fan base because, honestly, maybe since the early John L. Smith era have, like, we've probably had to have these expectations where, like, all right, things are going to be that great. Mm-hmm. Even in the later John L years, like, oh, hey, they're kind of in the top 25. This is cool if we could have something. Like, you're emotionally invested in that whole season. Mark Antonio jumps along. Early seasons were at okay, but since, like, the 09 season, like, every year it's like, Oh, yeah, we can do this. We can do this. We can be good. We can be good. Even, like, 2016, obviously, coming off a college football playoff. They're Devastating. Of course. Why wouldn't they be? They were incredible the year before. They returned a lot of good talent. 2018, they just came off a 10-win season with a lot of young guys. Like, that that should have been a season with expectations. Uh, People that drank the Kool-Aid like me in 2019 and bought into the whole reshuffling of the offensive staff. Okay, a lot of the guys that were on the 2017 are still here in 2019. Like, yeah, this team can still get things done. Yeah. We have expectations. Great we defense.
0: Healthier offense. The, it's, the it's, offense can't get worse. Well,
1: <laughs> it, got, it yeah. didn't get worse, anyway, but it...
0: <laughs> but it is like
1: the first time in 15 years where like us as state fans need to treat it like a recent Tiger season where... You like that cross-sport thinking there right there? Where it's like... Okay, it's going to be not a good season. So let's just enjoy the ride and enjoy the surprise as well we can. It's very hard though because I mean, if you're like me, I'm I'm 28 years old. You're going back to like when I was 12 years old from when I I have to think as a fan. Like it's been like 15 years since you've had to go into a season, through a whole season, and not really have like expectations of greatness or even goodness. Just have expectations of chaos. And that. Is what we have to unlearn and relearn uh, here in the short. You we know, you have season. to unlearn it. Don't unlearn it. Just put it on the back burner. Okay. All right. I like that. Yeah. Back burner. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna
0: talk about the concernometer. We're gonna bring mm. it out. Matt's gonna throw some prompts, and we're gonna see where things fall on the concernometer in just a minute. But first, a word from Coors Light. I, when you do that, I always wonder, Like, if Coors Light listens to this, I wonder how they feel about Matt making a prolonged, comically stupid beer opening sound. Anyway, these days it seems like life forces us to be on all the time, but every now and then it's important to stop and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for a Coors Light. It is mountain cold refreshment that is made <laughs> to chill. Matt, do you feel like you're always on in life? Uh,
1: yeah. Yes, you, God, you, yes, yes. <laughs> do you need to chill? massively my god yeah have you heard me on the podcast in last year yes i need to chill oh. heavens then buddy sit down grab
0: a coors light crack that baby open and get ready to
1: chill okay that sounds delightful <laughs> can i do it this saturday at noon while watching abc by any chance will this game's on abc yeah, I just I just saw that. I wow. don't know if that was always a thing or if there's been so many bro, games canceled already bro. that like uh oh, yeah, all right, well let's bump the Spartans from, up
0: into the slot. Yeah, from ESPN nineteen uh <laughs> top ten Indiana baby. Yeah, it's perfect. H-L-M-4, it's the perfect yep. beer. Noon ABC sitting on the couch, ready to chill and you know what? Just embrace the chaos of the season. You yeah. don't need to be up, go. don't need to be down, we just need to chill with delicious cold, refreshing Coors Lights, cold lagered, cold filtered, cold package, a beer that's literally made to chill. And it's the beer we choose when we need to unwind. So when you want to hit the reset button, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Today's show is also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar. Built Bar. Let's build those bars. Whew. Built Bar. New and improved formula. It is still the best tasting protein bar ever. And somehow yes, even more bad. Ba- like they, they increased the gap. They, they were number one and now they're number one with a bullet. There's no one. It's like one huge gap. Number six is where you start counting again. The Built Bars have 18 amazing flavors, 6 new flavors, 12 originals. Some of the highlights here, apple, almond, crisp, toffee, almond, peanut butter, brownie, caramel, brownie, mint, brownie, like a lot of brownies. I'm really feeling that. Banana bread. I'm a huge banana bread fan. Banana bread in there as well. Super underrated. All the bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew, and they're not not just delicious, Matt. They yep. are not just delicious on your taste buds. They are delicious on your body. Delicious on the body. These are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber bars. Take the, let's see, I got I got a bunch here. The Cookies and Cream Bar, Matt, new one. Cookies and Cream, 17 grams me. of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs. Go look at any protein bar you can find. You're not going to beat those numbers, not even close And right now we got a special offer for you. Go to BiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKDOWN, one word LOCKDOWN, you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKDOWN for 20% off at BiltBar.com. All right, Matt. You are in charge of the concern O meter. Why don't you? Uh,
1: yes, everyone. Welcome intro this and, and take over meter. Yeah, absolutely. No, guys. Uh, welcome to my concern O meter. Uh, I'm a very concerned person. Will usually talks me Constantly. down, but uh, he he has a uh, he has time to talk me up uh, in my concern level, perhaps. So I'm going to lay out a topic, uh, on MSU football, and it's going to be on a scale of one to ten on the concern meter. Number one. Can we fix what- the scale? What would you like it to be? 1 to 5? Um, one, 1 to 73? Like, wha- Let's go on the scale of Brandon Soward's about to run a jet sweep. Oh, I was going to lay out examples for my 1 to 10 scale. I like this, though. Okay. And then what would – what's so that would be the max concern. Yeah, my max concern example I was going to use was uh, John L. Smith rushing out the field goal unit up 17-7 okay. yes, at Ohio yes, State yes. as time <laughs> expires in the first half. It's um, pretty, that's pretty – that's better than my, mine. <laughs> My, I was keeping it my recently. one. No, that was. And, and I do appreciate that because that as well is also a 10. Uh, and my one was going to be um, thoughts on the 2013 defense going into week 12. Like, it's just yes. not not a good season.
0: Purdue is coming to East Lansing in
1: 2013. He, yes, yes. Um, that uh, game Darryl was Hazel's,
0: one of the uh, worst games <laughs> ever. I think it ended good. up 14 3 or something. I think they kicked a field goal in the opening drive. And I just sat there. I was like, "They're not going to score another point this entire game."
1: (laughs) Uh, Correct. What what was the guy's name? Daryl Hazel? Was that the coach's name? Where is he at today? Uh, Football coach. Oh, oh, he's not even anywhere right now. He's not. yeah uh, it, it doesn't is it, Wikipedia appears to not, I mean who can you blame anyone for not wanting to hire him okay Minnesota Vikings back in 2017 2018 yeah, as a wide receivers, receivers coach, coach. Yeah. Well, he was abysmal he he was absolutely horrible as a coach anyway he retired uh, we're, we're not here to talk about uh, we're, we're not here to talk about 2013 and 2016 Purdue football We're here to talk about something uh could be more more concerning or as concerning huh? your 2020 Michigan state Spartans. Well, let's get this started off. You know, I'm gonna start just probably something on the high side of the meter. It's gonna be a very short one. The linebackers. Go. Go. Just just go. where's that scale? One to ten? Um
0: oh it was fourteen nothing. They didn't even score. Mm. Well, my my bad.
1: No, it's okay. No, that's my okay. We'll um it. the linebackers. Just the line. What, what, like, what is your level of concern with just the linebacking unit? A, you got to factor in Antoine mm-hmm. Simmons' health. If that's an issue, we don't know how much of an issue it is, but it is there. And B, uh, it's no mystery that they're a little thin at that position, and the guys they're playing out there yeah. have their moments. You um, eloquently broke this down in your newsletter, so I figure we should kick this off with something yeah. as broad as this.
0: Uh, I've got a concern level of Andrew Maxwell dropping back to pass.
1: That sounds like a six with a stare-down receiver for about fifteen minutes and a, a skipped yeah, pass. It like a half, yeah, it was like six and a half, seven. Yeah, it's third and six, and he just threw a, a two-yard dig route, baby. That's <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> and it was six hundred
0: miles per hour coming out of the end,
1: <laughs> coming hot off the hands. Um,
0: yeah, no, it's it's quite concerning. They don't have any depth at all at the position, like none. I don't even know if like. So Antoine Simmons, if say he gets hurt, because they're only using two of them, and I think they're only using two for a reason, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, like the scheme yeah. works, but also it's like, well, if we do three, yeah. Um, Chase Klein wasn't very good uh, against Iowa. Noah Harvey was worse, although Noah Harvey had a really good game against Michigan. So it seems like there's still like I don't know. There's just inconsistency there with him. Klein, that's his first serious game action. Uh, outside of special teams, and he's been a pretty good special teams player. Uh, And it wasn't impressive. Antoine Simmons is really good, but if he's banged up, big yikes. And then after those three, though, like those are the only three we've really seen.
1: Yeah.
0: The the, the next best option might be suspended from the team right now, and he's a redshirt freshman, Luke Fulton. That might be. I really—we I, don't know. We haven't seen any—like, chess, Lord Boteng. One could hypothesize,
1: though, that, that it is.
0: Like, yeah, Marcel Lewis, and then, like, who knows after that? It's just—there's no depth. Uh, the guys that are playing—Antoine's um, been good. The other guys that are playing haven't been very good at all, so it's very concerning. If the front gets beat up like they did against Iowa— it seems pretty clear that the linebacking group is not good enough to sort of make up and cover their butts. Like, it's going to have to be led by the front. Any run stopping this year is going to start with the front four, and, you know, Antoine Simmons is going to have to have good games. He can't play like he did against Iowa, or they're just going to
1: get killed. So it sounds like you're at like an 8 or a 9 right now on the concern scale. Fair?
0: Yeah, I mean, Antoine's still a really good player. He is, (laughs) So that helps. Yeah. But he's also Um,
1: one player, too, one player that... Yeah, and they only use two, right?
0: So you only need one of the other guys to, like, figure it out during a game. And Harvey's shown the ability to do that from time to time. And I don't think the front gets destroyed like they did against Iowa. It's a totally, like, they're not going to see eight-man run schemes for the rest of the season, right? Cool. It's going to be six versus six, seven versus whatever. But they won't see a running attack like that just in terms of style, uh, at all the rest of the season, so that that also alleviates some concern. If we're like, right. re, if we're replaying Iowa again this weekend, it's a ten.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, of course, yeah, I can. Yeah, all right. Let's 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 move on from that. Am uh, I just answering
0: all these? You're going to throw them at me, and then I
1: got to talk for twenty minutes. Well, I mean, for that one, sure. Like, you, you just did, like, 15,000 words on the linebackers for your newsletter. You're going to speak better on it than, than I ever could. Yeah, but here, okay, fine. Here, here's here. my take on the linebackers. They were not great whatsoever. I forgot they even existed in the last game. I'm a little worried about them. But, yes, they did have a good game against Michigan. So, with that said, was not a great Iowa team. Uh, the scheme just did not work for them. Uh, I'm about, like, a 7.5 with the linebacker core. Bump that up to a 9 if Antoine is more hurt than we are led to believe yeah so that's where I am right there all right this 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 one could be a quick one I this might just be you just being like all right shut up you're being too much of a worry word right now the drops from the wide receivers last week I I don't have the official number in front of me but it had to have been north of like six seven or eight right like it, it, it was a little much is it cause for concern the rest of the year though Will I think it was
0: five, um,
1: and they had that is remarkable. Yeah, I find yeah. that very hard to believe, but I'll take your word for it.
0: They had two week one, and no, five's a terrible number. They had two week one. Which oh, it's is terrible. I thought it was worse though. Um, I probably like Michael Geiger <laughs> lining up for a kick.
1: I'm like, you know. Which which season of Michael Geiger? This is this is important.
0: Oh, I think it was sophomore season, maybe no freshman season, Michael Geiger.
1: Okay. So I'm at like, like a
0: four.
1: Okay. Alright. Automatic but can only do it from like thirty eight yards and then. Alright, yes. got it. Yeah sure. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Excellent.
0: Um no, I mean I still think it's a good group. Speedy I'm a little bit uh, maybe Speedy is like, yeah, he's talented. And he makes some big plays, but it's like, you know, he did a couple tough drops and a couple falling down, like on goes. I'm, I just pulled up Mike Geiger's stats. Holy crap. 94% as a freshman, 63, 68, 79. Yeah, yeah, he, he took us on
1: a journey during his four I year did career. I think those yeah.
0: middle two years. Especially, and those were really, 2014, 2015, those were really obviously great teams. And he was that. Bad. he kicked
1: 72 extra points in 2014. geez Okay, no No wonder he was out of 63%. The kid had tendonitis in every part of his legs. Are you kidding me? In 2013 and
0: 2016 Jeez. combined, he kicked 72. 68 extra points. In his freshman and sophomore, freshman senior season, 68 extra points. His sophomore season, he kicked 72.
1: Uh, Matt Coughlin last year. Uh, no, my God. Matt Coughlin in 2018, 25 extra points. <laughs> To be compared to Kyger's seventy-two, 72. <laughs> as a sophomore hit for the twenty fourteen. That twenty fourteen oh, team love was that a team so wagon. Much. Oh, <laughs> they, were they were the
0: best. Anyway, anywho, <laughs> no, <laughs> yes. I think it's a, it's a good receiving group. Speedy concerns me a little bit just because maybe the ceiling's not quite as high. Maybe he's a little bit more mistake-prone than we thought. I'm glad he's staying healthy so far, and he's certainly a downfield threat. I'm not overly worried about it, but it's like okay. That was a tough drop game. It wasn't just like, oh yeah, one here or there. And they didn't have any against Michigan. Ricky White's had them. You know, Matt Dotson has been sure-handed, although he's a little bit banged up right now. Speedy's had too many. Like, it's just like, yeah, let's let's clean it up. I'm 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 looking at you. I'm not overly worried, but we gotta clean it up.
1: We got one eye on you. Okay, all right, that's fair. Cut to a break uh, for the next one, or yeah, because
0: you're not gonna answer, so we're gonna we're gonna take a break for for
1: the. just go, 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 Give me a go. number.
0: Uh, it's 639. Okay, you're very concerned. Today's show is brought to you, we'll be right back with more of this uh, in a minute. But first, no, a word from Home Field Apparel. Home Field makes incredibly comfortable officially licensed collegiate apparel and... Uh, We'll have a lot more from Home Field on tomorrow's show, Matt. Oh, is that oh, right? How man. how much
1: more? Like like t- perhaps ten to fifteen whoa, minutes whoa, whoa, more. Whoa whoa uh, like whoa whoa
0: whoa whoa <laughs> whoa! Home Field Apparel prints vintage marks. They go through old programs, yearbooks, talk to alums, stuff like that, and they find really cool old logos. They put them on shirts, and they are absolutely awesome. You need to go check them out. homefieldapparel.com. They make stuff for not just MSU. They've got you know wow. Central, Eastern, Western, Northern, Grand Valley, Fair State, Wayne State. UDM and Hope. Fire up Dutch, baby. Let's go. So a bunch of really cool, unique things. That's the one thing about home field stuff. A, it's really comfortable. B, like y- the stuff is so unique. You're not going to find it like anywhere else in all in one spot. like It's just like logos I've never seen before for Michigan State, part of their vintage line that dropped on August 1st. So do- just go check it out, homefieldapparel.com. You can use promo code ONSPARTANS, one word, on Spartans and you'll get 20% off your first purchase. That's homefieldapparel.com, promo code ONSPARTANS.
1: March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Are you ready to talk? I am. Do you know what? And I'll just hijack this first one, too, because I'll just introduce my 10. Like, How, how about that? Like, Why yeah, don't I just go me. go full on John L. Smith running off the field? The coach are screwing it up. And the, <laughs> and the 30 seconds that preceded that, uh, that, that event. Uh, is the is that game. the I, best John L. Smith moment? So uh, there's a clip, and I cannot find it anywhere on the internet, but it used to be a radio drop all the time. And it was after they got embarrassed by Michigan. And his quote was, uh, someone breaks into your house. Takes a crap in the middle of your floor. <laughs> what are you gonna do? And like that—that that was it. That—that's all he had. And so it's that the coaches are screwing it up. And of course, the slapping himself. Slapping but himself, I think yeah. I think my favorite—and this was almost like kind of like a borderline bleak moment—but it happened at Arkansas. Was his smile, smile, like yeah. uh, moment during the press conference where he Arkansas wanted the, the journalist to, to smile. That was not 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 good for the Donald Smith uh, era and Wikipedia page for him. Anyway, anyway, yeah. Spe- speaking of train wrecks, well, this run game I am beyond concerned about, and yep. I have lost all shred yep. of optimism. I I don't want to be uh, hyper hyperbolic here. Um, I don't know if they break a hundred yards in the run game the rest of the season. Now, of course, Maryland <laughs> might be the best shot here. You laugh, Will. They hit week one. To two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, exactly, <laughs> 130, they barely eked by it. Okay, what they have against Rutgers? Let's scroll down here, scroll down. Okay, I'll thank you for glitching. Listen, a great you're time. right. They no, didn't break totally 100 right. against right. them.
0: You're totally right, but saying that after they had 100-something two weeks ago, it's just like, come on.
1: Just say 100 not 200 something. Well, they just had 59 yards yeah. off 32 carries. Like, yeah, they have bad. one running back they love to play a lot that, like, I said I wouldn't slander him after his greatness against Michigan, but, like, it's a running back that isn't that great at running. Like, th- that seems problematic. They have a true freshman, Jordan Simmons, who looks good, but. Like he's still got like some things to work out with, like finding the holes in the patience and what have you. But what's even more concerning than that is this isn't going to be a surprise. The offensive line's horrible in the run game; yeah. they, they can't get a push. Northwestern is on the clock here in a little bit in the next few weeks. That's not going to look great either. They got a pretty good defense. Maryland might be our best shot. Maryland is giving up. Let's see here. I just head up in front of me at the left. They're giving up 4.9 yards per rush. Okay, so that might be. Our shining moment right there. Will, I just, I I have no faith in this run game. Mm -hmm. I have no reason to have faith. Like, uh, oh, maybe Collins can come back. Like, three games in, we can call it a small sample size, but I don't know. We're a third of the season in. Not a lot of sizzle on that stake that was around last year. The other two options, they're fine. I I am very high in Jordan Simmons. I I will buy Jordan Simmons' stock. I, I think he will be great in the future. But right now, he just looks like a true freshman with a lot of promise. Like, he just has good moments, and some moments where it's like, ah, buddy, maybe we should have cut the other way. But to, I, not to repeat myself, but it's the offensive line, which is the biggest concern here. Like, there's zero push going on. So that, that, that is my 10 on the concern meter right now, and I don't think that's outrageous to say.
0: I'm at a nine and a half.
1: Okay. That's that's very high for, for you, obviously, though. Yeah,
0: Yeah, maybe a nine. Um Where's the one, then? Where Where, where yeah, is okay. the shining no, light? No, I'm at a
1: nine. I'm at a nine. Okay. Yeah. Um, here's the one. Please. You know what? Eight and a half. How? Why? And now I'm even more intrigued. I, I, in front of me on my notes, I wrote down, the run game, is there any reason for optimism? But I just, like, deleted that because I didn't think there was any reason <laughs> for optimism. But here you are, Mr. Nine and a half, nine, now eight and a half? Like, what's happened in the last 17 seconds where you dropped a full point? I'm just... I was like, okay... Let me give you
0: a stat, and then I'll tell you why I'm at 8.5, which is still really high. Yeah. So in terms of yards per carry, Mm -hmm. they rank 121st out of the 123 teams that have played.
1: That's still higher than I thought they would. Okay.
0: Um, Filtering out garbage time against Iowa, and then the hurry up. This is part of what I'm writing. Hurry up stuff at the Rutgers game. They're running the ball on 65% of plays. So just, like, general game flow, 65% of the time they're running it.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, which would, if that was their their full number, would rank in the top 10 of the country. That's obviously not, like, perfect because I'm not filtering out junk time for any of the other games. It's not mm-hmm. all the same. Um, but they've had a lot of throw the ball time in their three games. I would guess they're probably, I don't know. If they were a good team or an average team a slightly above average team they would run the ball probably 60% of the time and end up as one of the most run heavy teams in the country and they're one of the worst at running the ball. Yeah, not great mm, yeah so okay, so why yeah. an eight and a half instead of a yeah, ten please few please reasons. Please. Uh, one, they have a running quarterback, the, the, the rushing offense, the design of the offense revolves around using a quarterback as a runner to make the math go in your favor. And they have a running quarterback who has a hurt knee, who cannot run. Mm. We're saying he has a hurt knee based on the fact that he's wearing a knee brace on his left knee and didn't have said knee brace two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's one. That's a half point there. Another half point. Okay.
1: Uh, uh, COVID issues. Okay, 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 okay,
0: okay. Another half point. Okay. Uh, they literally have done like nothing in the run game. It's been vanilla. Got it. Red okay, and I butter. Like that. Sure. Straightforward. Um. Slightly different looks, slightly like, oh, the H-back's on the left, and the next time he's on the right, and then Mm, the bunch. Razzle-dazzle,
1: baby. Nice. Yeah, (laughs) the
0: bunch is on the left, and there's a tight end to the right, and then we flip it, and sometimes it's pistol, sometimes shot. Like, they've run, like, seven zone reads all season. I'm Ah, not even joking. Okay. Okay. Like, they're not running zone read. They're not. I don't think they've run a single RPO. I mean, I'm sure they have, and I just haven't. I'm not remembering it or I missed it or something like they haven't run any sort of I mean they're doing some countery things but it's a lot of honestly it's a lot of inside zone inside zone inside zone (laughs) jet sweep inside zone like they ran some buck sweeps in the first uh, week and haven't run them since we know that's in there. The QB draw that they added against Michigan was really nice. Um, sure, and just having you know, there's so there's they just it's been very vanilla. There there haven't been many weird motiony things, you know, orbit motions, option stuff like not just zone reads, like actual veer type things, which he absolutely has in his playbook. That Johnson comes from like option. He he ran it at uh, Lafayette. His head coach there when he was the OC was former OC, I believe, at Navy, uh, one of the academies. So option background, that's where he sort of was learning, and they ran a lot of quarterback run stuff, option stuff at Louisiana Monroe, and like a a lot of what he has in his tool belt in the run game hasn't been thrown out there yet. It's been, we can't run our base stuff. We have to be able to run our base three or four plays, so we're going to keep running them in the game. Because we need to be able to run these in the future. And that's why I'm at a 10. <laughs> because you can run your yeah. base stuff. Uh, yikes. Yeah. And, and they may just keep pushing on and like, we're going to keep doing this until we're better. And you would hope by the end of the season, you're a little bit better. You know, I don't know that we'll see too many wrinkles in the run game this year. Mm-hmm. Probably best to... Honestly, it makes sense to me to just run your base stuff, your bread and butter, just to get good at it. Because again... These guys are all didn't have spring ball, all that stuff. You want It's not an excuse. It's an explanation. It's different terminology. It's different rules. It's different plays for the offensive line, and then you add in that they just haven't been very good ever in their careers. So it's safe <laughs> to say, like, hey, this might not be a good group, right? Yeah, might have to wait for the next couple years for it to be a good group. So. Yeah, that's not, That's where the concern comes in, but I think there are different wrinkles that could be easily thrown in that could make the run game better. And maybe they'll do some of it, you know, instead of just running the ball traditionally, finding different ways to run it. And they've done some jet sweeps, buck sweeps, stuff like that, but not enough. Certainly not enough. There's much more they can
1: do. We got time for one more on the Concernometer. Quickly. Matt Coughlin, two missed field goals in the last two games. Of course, he is coming off of a season where he kicked 68%. Right now, he is humming at 66%. That is after six kicks. However, in those six kicks is a made 51-yard field goal, I'm sure that we all remember, against Michigan. Uh, But the two have been within the 40 to 49-yard range. Uh, Another one at Michigan, a little bit of wind, but it's not like he was in a complete tornado vortex. Um, Concern level for Coughlin's kicking. Um and your option behind him, I'm sorry, is the true freshman Jack Olson who yeah. Army all American bowl, okay, mm-hmm. number four rated kicker in the nation. Very good, very good. But uh I just don't see him getting on the field unless unless, unless this continues for another like two, three, four games. So what was the kick against Iowa?
0: Forty nine yards, right? Yes. With a crosswind. Yes. I'm not I honestly I think he missed two hard kicks. And I think he's made a couple of hard kicks, too,
1: this year. He hasn't really – he's had, like, a chippy, like one chip shot. He's had one within the 20 to 29-yard range. The other five have come from at least 40 yards. Yeah, like,
0: that's – I mean, I know it's 67%, but, like,
1: that's probably what he should be, honestly. Coming off of last year doesn't – up the concern meter at all. Because where are you? Looking? No, I, I, I guess. He, what, what, I what's think your he number? He looks right a lot now? better. I
0: think he looks He does. A lot he better. does.
1: I, I'll agree. And that, that's why I'm at like a three and a half, you know? Because yeah. A, I know that, like, okay, the, the option behind you probably isn't going to actually play this year as much as we w- want him out there and just to see him. Like, he'll probably only like get garbage. Do we? Day. And. Sure, why not? Yeah, I like Fresh Blood. It's fine. I I, I'm a big kicking guy. Like it'd be fun to see the kid uh, go out and boot one when uh, MSU is up fifty two to seven against Indiana this Saturday. Sure. Um, no. I but I kind of lost my train of thought there in in that hypothetical. But anyway, why
0: why you're not overly concerned? You're at a three and a half.
1: Yeah, well, the other thing is, too, uh, your, your two losses, field goal kicking hasn't been the, the mm. issue, too. Like that's. It's also like the we're complaining about problems that really don't have anything to do with the game at this point. And, well, ah, there was one game where field goal kicking didn't matter, and it ended up working out. So that's, yeah. I don't know, that's why I'm at a three and a half. But just like you said, he like he, he does just look better than last year, especially at the end when he's just, like, breaking yes. 29-yard field goals at the pinstripe bowl and... He he Whatever looks he looks heavier. like a better kicker and he looks more mentally like back to where he was
0: when he was making around eighty percent of his kicks. Like yeah, I think okay. he just yeah I'm like a two two and a half. If it continues for another game, yeah, we'll start bumping it up. I'm not overly worried by him missing two hard kicks when he's made like four really ranging from like this is pretty tough to like that's a really hard kick. Um, he had no business making that fifty-one yarder. No, at, at in the big house, in that he spot, did, and it, that's why we like, won. That's,
1: so it was great.
0: Yeah, that's a cojones kick, so that's that's always good. So
1: Okay, I just wanted to level set, make sure that we're on the same page for like, ah, yeah, it's whatever, but it's nothing like majorly concerning. Okay. Right. All
0: right, that's going to do it for us here on Lockdown on Spartans. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with uh, an Indiana preview that will be not like our normal previews. It's going to be fun. Yeah, It's going to be very home field centric as well (laughs) won't you join us for that reminder to rate review
1: subscribe to the podcast you can find locked on spartans wherever you get your podcasts matt take us home happy veterans day to all veterans and family of veterans out there you guys are the greatest all right go green